This week, we watched the movie you sent to kill the boogeyman, John Wick. This is Body Counts and Beer. Welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Continental Guest John Rooney. And this week, if you haven't guessed already by that little drop, we are discussing John Wick. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It was on the list of movies for our two-year Podversary special or Podversary special. Uh, It's Podversary. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're definitely against all the other podcasts. (laughs) Yeah. So come at me, all things considered. (laughs) Yeah. Consider this. Maybe you suck. Oh, shit. Why don't you go back there and hang out with tiny desk concerts, loser? Yeah, you dumb idiots. (laughs) Cool boys have big desks. That's right. Uh, but we discussed on our two-year podversary, podversary special how John Wick was one of the movies we wanted to get to, and the time has come. How do we finally get a copy of John Wick? Well, I was on vacation <laughs> Rare visiting. Exports. Yeah, I was on vacation visiting my mother-in-law, and in order to avoid her for the evening, we bought the movie on Blu-ray. Unfortunately, it turns out that my computer that we brought did not have a disk drive. We could not watch it. Oh, no. <laughs> but you do like when you're a little kid and you get a video game, you just you crack it open and you read the manual. You read the manual for John Wick? Yeah. I did, actually. It's yeah. got a great uh, fanciful narrative like all the old good books did. Yeah, he's uh, fighting Colonel uh, Gaddafi. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yep. Before he became General Gaddafi. Exactly. Right. Yep, yeah. Yep. yeah, it's a prequel yep. to Libya, I guess. <laughs> but like Looney Tunes Libya. Sure, yeah. yes. Yeah, give me a movie, idiots. <laughs> so, John Wick begins, uh, like all movies do, like Up. Yeah. <laughs> there are two montages in this movie. One of them is a this is why you should care about this character love montage. Yes. The other is a cleaning up the bodies montage yeah. to a jaunty tune. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so the movie begins. Uh, we see uh, the titular John Wick as played by Keanu Reeves, uh, the venerable action movie star, uh, slowly crashing a car into a concrete abutment and watching a falling out and watching a video on his iPhone. We begin to cut back to... Yeah, you know, these millennials and their screens. They just when they're dying. Yeah. You gotta check your notifications. And their damn dirty non-linear plots. <laughs> 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 Although, to be fair, that was a baby boomer thing. <laughs> James Joyce meant more like, James, get the hell out of my literature. Boom! Come yeah. at me, Joyce! Ulysses, more like you you shitties. More like I don't listen to your stupid book. <laughs> and if Cirrhosis hadn't killed this author years ago. Fucking I would. <laughs> I'm putting you on blast, Irish lost generation. <laughs> so John Wick, uh, clearly in the... I keep thinking you're talking to me every time. That's why he's got to say the full John Wick. Otherwise, I won't know yeah. either. <laughs> So, uh, should we call him J.W.? <laughs> no. When there's trouble, no. you call J.W. Get John Wick. No, no, no. For future reference, we call John J.R. 
Oh, oh no. Who's going to shoot me? Uh, John Wick? Lisa Simpson? No, oh, Maggie. It was Maggie. It was Maggie. Well, Boy, but, but, but she shot Mr. Burns. Yeah. But he, she did not shoot the deputy. Killer song reference. What's John Wick about? John Wick is a movie about guys what shoot folk. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's really well, what we've all done. at first, it's a movie about a guy with a very happy marriage. Yes. Uh, we see kind of a flashback to uh, John Wick uh, meeting a woman, falling in love, uh, and then her becoming ill, and then eventually passing away, which kind of takes us to the sort of present of the movie he uh, he goes to the funeral he swears vengeance against death the ultimate hitman yes true, of course true. Uh, and when he returns home a package is waiting for him uh, of a puppy yeah. a cute little puppy yeah. yeah I think it's a beagle I'm not sure yes yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like like a beagle mix, like maybe a beagle Jack Russell mix. Yeah, like a, a small, bustle. a small yappy dummy dog. Whenever yeah. you say beagle, I picture Snoopy, and that sure. dog looked nothing like Snoopy. Well, right. Snoopy looks nothing like a beagle. <laughs> yeah, sure. Also, most dogs don't have heads that are twice the size of their body, or fly planes. <laughs> that's their loss. Oh, right? that's true. Uh, Come on, get on it, Silicon Valley. <laughs> yeah. You know, I played uh, Snoopy in You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown in high school. That's yeah. not surprising. Yeah. Nice. But only in the second act. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, When we were having auditions, they were like... Yeah, it was a real I'm not here situation. <laughs> I wish we were that smart. But when it came down to it, they were like... Kate the, Winslet played the other Snoopy? The, uh, no, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were like, basically what it came down to is there's not a lot of female roles in... You're a good man, Charlie Brown. Yeah. But I really wanted to play Snoopy. But they were determined to cast Snoopy as a female. Uh, and, you know, like a white, shitty male. I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. I will play Snoopy. And eventually I convinced them uh, to let me audition for it. Uh, and so, yeah. So first act Snoopy was played by uh, a woman in my class who's like, you know, like taller than I was. Like very thin. You know, good looking, like young blonde woman. And then... After the intermission, <laughs> Snoopy came out, and he was a shorter, fatter guy with a beard. <laughs> the first show we did was for a bunch of elementary school kids. They don't like it. <laughs> there were definitely cries of, what happened to Snoopy? <laughs> but at least I got to you sing Supper Time. Little kids, when a Snoopy and a bottle of bourbon love each other <laughs> very much. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't cool enough to drink in high school. Come on, John. <laughs> I definitely was not. Uh, at least not bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I remember once my mom woke me up at like 10 o'clock at night to watch a Cubs game because uh, Jamie Navarro was close to pitching a no-no. Uh, and she had pulled out uh, snifters of brandy. Nice. And even that was just like, ew, gross. <laughs> And you like, didn't feel like a fucking James Bond villain swirling it around, pouring it from your decanter? No, I felt like a little kid who did not like the taste of poo-poo alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 15, too. Like, sure, yeah. <laughs> it's sugar water. Like, brandy's so sweet. I should have yeah, liked it. It's yeah. super sweet. But it's I did dis- not. Distilled wine. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, John Wick... Uh, gets a Snoopy that doesn't look like a Snoopy. Yeah. Uh, and he very like a quickly... Like dog. Yeah, yeah. He very yeah. quickly falls in love with his Fucking Snoopy. how can you not? Yeah. They got the best dog. It's that is the super best dog. cute. 
Yeah, like uh, this is the Ur dog. Yeah, this is the dog from which all other dogs exist. <laughs> <laughs> he's super cuddly and he's a little precocious and. But like he listens, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. He does sit and stay very well. He's not yappy. Yeah. yeah. And we find out that this dog, uh, from a note from his now deceased wife, is a final gift for him to sort of uh, help in the healing and the mourning right. process. Something for him to love. Yeah. Yes. So that he doesn't have to be alone as he mourns the loss of his wife. Yes. Right. Uh, so he and the dog, you know, they have a, a typical morning. The dog wakes him up, give him a little nuzzle. Uh, they don't have any dog food in the house, so he gives them a bowl of cereal. Yep. <laughs> you know, as you do. Right. I mean, it's, it's Raisin Bran. It'd have been one thing if it was like Fruity Pebbles. Sure. That sure, would have yeah. been awful. But like, no, it's, I mean, let's be honest, Raisin Bran is basically dried dog food. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. If anyone offered me Raisin Bran, I'd be offended. Right? Oh, we got some sweet texts. What's up? Read it out loud so the whole class can hear. Wow. Uh, So this message is from Mike Barton, my co-host of the Get Up Stand Up Open Mic, which very recently uh, lost our brand new space that we've only had for a couple weeks. Oh, no. uh, Because even though I explained to them that open mics are not a profitable Show you make money off your bar. Yeah, well, they don't have a bar. Well, then you just don't make money. That exactly. Night. Yeah. But then they were like, "You didn't make any money." And we're like, "We told you that." And they were like, "You're done." And we're like, "We're gone." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, he was just asking me if I'd heard about a new space. I have not. So sorry. <laughs> we did hear about this cool cat named John Wick. Yeah, That's we right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, John and the dog go out and run some errands. You know, they go out and uh, get some gas. And while they're getting gas, they are uh, accosted by some Russian hooligans. Yeah. Yep, who uh, pull into the gas station and immediately announce their evilness. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. they're, they're yeah. blaring evil dance music at, like, they are, they are, they enter the movie off frame and out of focus. And you're like, those are the bad guys. Yeah. Yes. And they're Got listening it. to terrible music, and they promptly light cigarettes at a gas station. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one of the uh, Russian hooligans, who's played by Alfie Allen, who you might know as... Uh, Fion Greyjoy. Or Reek yep. <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he approaches John Wick's beautiful 1969 Mustang, immediately mistakes it for a 1970 like a fucking noob. Right. <laughs> and then offers to purchase it from Mr. Wick. Uh, John, of course, says this car is not for sale. And then the Russian guy responds, there's always a price, bitch. In Russian. In yeah. Russian, which John Wick responds, not this bitch. And in Russian. In Holy, Russian. This puts the fear of God into Theon. Uh, <laughs> he is bit. terrified. He's a little terrified. But he's also about to start a fight yeah. just because a guy talked back to him in <laughs> Russian. Yeah, well, I mean, this dude, as we will find out, is the son of the most powerful Russian gangster in all of New York. So he grew up in a bubble. He's not right. used to people saying no. Yeah. He's a real Donald Trump. He oh okay I thought you were gonna say a real Jake Gyllenhaal because he was a bubble boy yeah I, but you I, went a different direction nope. I, I, I dipped into my political material yeah that was Ooh. good no I like it I like it do something about John Podesta now <laughs> ah, what an idiot <laughs> yeah. what are you gonna why, why don't you drive a car Podestrio <laughs> oh man 
<laughs> Stop <laughs> walking everywhere, you idiot. I mean, I'm glad to know that you can just email John Podesta and be like, hey, John Podesta, what's your password? And he'll just give it to you. <laughs> Funny hey, John Podesta. John Podesta, what's your credit card number? <laughs> Guys, why hasn't QAnon thought of that? Yeah, right. <laughs> wasted his time here. <laughs> I'm throwing theories up on 4chan. All you gotta do is send an email. Yeah. Come on, buddy. <laughs> to John Podesta. Sure. <laughs> Other people might not respond. <laughs> True. Uh, so anyways, uh, John Wick drives away. Then he does a little bit of anger driving. Yeah. Uh, which is his version of warehouse punch dancing. It like also seems to be his day job. Because he gets I wasn't home. Sure about that. Because he yeah. goes to the airport and then he's just like, he like looks at the airport guy and they let him in. But then, like, throughout the rest of the movie, he kind of knows everybody and gets to do whatever he wants right. most of the time. So I'm not sure if they're just like his anger driving place. It's just when he gets home, he has this, you know, he takes off his tie and he just, whew, what a day at the office kind of look about him. <laughs> he does. Sure. And he does get up at six o'clock every morning for no discernment. To angry reason. drive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not okay. to drive angry. Of no, 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 that's no, no, no. very dangerous. Yes, of and course. Not nice to your fellow commuters. No, as as Nicholas Cage <laughs> proved in the film Drive Angry. Boy, yeah. is he a demon in that? Am I remembering that correctly? I thought that was Ghost Rider, <laughs> <laughs> which has some angry driving. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I think you're thinking of Vampire's Kiss. Oh, oh, no, you know, I think we're all thinking of Honeymoon in Vegas. <laughs> I always am. Yeah, flying Elvises. Boy. So, God, that was a movie, guys. It was. It was. And, it, and, and remind me, if I'm correct, it was a a parody of uh, that Demi Moore, Robert Redford, Indecent Proposal, right? Yes. Yeah. So, like, James Caan was like the, I'll give you a million dollars or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah. that it came out. They made a comedy, like, sort of parody version of it so soon after. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Good for you, Hollywood. I mean, this is when Hollywood was making, like, two movies a year. <laughs> I mean, back in those days, it's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Back yeah. in the early 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Old Jackie Warner would come onto the lot and say, What you got for me today, boys? <laughs> oh, oh, Mr. Warner, we got you this great picture. It's about a war. Nah, I told you. No more war movies. Public lost taste for them. Throw it out. <laughs> I will not have my name associated with any kind of subpar film projects. <laughs> hey, Mr. Warner, me. we got you the Suicide Squad. Print it. Send it out. <laughs> the hero's a big guy, tell you, big. <laughs> Thank you, Jack Warner Steinbrenner. <laughs> Look, that's just how Jack Warner, immortal film mogul, sounds. Yeah, I can't help no, that. I get it. Yeah, no, he's right. I've heard the I've heard the wax cylinders. That's true. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, John gets home after a long day of angry driving. He gets into bed. His little puppy snug. He for the first time he gets his puppy to come in and snuggle with him in yeah. bed. Well, he's doing that thing that all pet owners think they're gonna do by setting boundaries to your new animal, and he puts a little towel on the floor for a puppy bed. You know that's not gonna work. You know either you or that puppy is gonna want to get in that bed, and it's just gonna happen. Yeah, and the puppy does. It hops in the bed and starts making noises because something is amiss. That's yeah, true. that's right. They do fall like asleep and then they wake up at like in the morning. Or yeah, something? they wake up at like one forty-five in the yeah. morning and the dog rushes out. Uh, and John Wick's like, "Oh, what? You gotta go!" <laughs> and then he's immediately hit by a baseball bat, basically, yeah. like aluminum, an aluminum, aluminum baseball bat, yeah, with like grip tape. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're probably high school baseball players. <laughs> right? <laughs> Russian high school baseball players. If they were real pros, they'd use wood bats. Right. 
Uh, yeah, you can cork those sons of bitches. Goddamn right. <laughs> and uh, they make that great cracking sound. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See that stupid ting? Yeah. There are two sounds on this planet that are irreplicable and amazing, which is the thwack of a wooden bat hitting a baseball yeah. and the, that gentle little golf. <laughs> oh, yeah. Followed by the... When it goes into the hole. That was Boy. really good. Yeah, that was quality foley. John, you are uh, you are the Michael Winslow of our times. Uh, calling the siren ma- noises, siren noises, gunshot, gunshot, gunshot. Calling the tires. calling the producers of Police Academy the reboot. We nah, got nah, nah, reboots are big. Do we own the Police Academy? Let's buy it. Those were great impressions for a man I was not aware had ever watched baseball or golf. (laughs) (laughs) I have played a lot of uh, MLB The Show. Oh, yeah. uh, And I have watched that one episode of The Simpsons where Bart gets the golf game a whole bunch of times. (laughs) Ooh, Lee Carvalho's putting challenge. (laughs) I recommend Feather Touch. You've chosen... Power drive. <laughs> Are you sure? Power drive. <laughs> God, that is so accurate. My, my parents discovered very quickly having three shitty boys growing up. <laughs> um, that like, no, you don't buy the wrong video game. In fact, just don't. Just take us to the video game store so we can what point at the things we want. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, just don't blind buy because the person behind the counter does not care and wants to sell you a game. Yeah, they don't care. Doesn't That's, matter what that game You're on is. the road to getting Mario Party. Right? Mario Party 6, where you should have known better. <laughs> John, what game did your parents buy you that... I don't want to talk about it! <laughs> it was The Adventures of Lolo. <laughs> that puzzle game was so goddamn hard. I went back to that later in college with emulators to, like, master my childhood. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get you, Lolo. And I did, I want to say. Man. I saved that pink ball of whatever lady. Boy, save states, though. That, what a perfect invention. That's the only way I got through Castle Pennsylvania Rondo of Blood. Oh man, that was a hard fucking game. That's good though. Yeah, the yeah. game that the game that disappointed me the most was Operation Wolf. Uh, I don't know was if you that remember the helicopter game. No, it was a uh, early like uh, like arcade light gun game. Okay, uh, where kind of like side scroll and you just shot guys as they ran out. Uh, so when it was released for the Nintendo, uh, you could play it with the controller. But you could not play with the controller. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it was real bad. For the record, you're thinking of a game based on the Jan Michael Vincent uh, TV great Airwolf. Airwolf, yeah. Oh, no, there was a game. I think it was called like maybe Desert Strike or something like that. Yes, you were. Yeah, where you were the helicopter. Desert Strike, and the other one was Jungle Strike and And Urban Strike. Both great. All three of those were great. Yeah, I remember you would you'd have to like kill all the guards in front of a building, and then the hostages would come out, and like the little rope would descend. Yeah, and then you got to get them all. And then you have to bomb the building. Yeah, yeah. Because Desert Strike was the first one because it was very obvious you were going to you were going to Iraq. Saddam Hussein. Yeah, you definitely were. Oh, because he. In the game, yeah, right. Uh, and then, yeah, Urban's uh, Jungle Strike was the second one. It's very definitely Vietnam. Yeah. And yeah. then Urban Strike is very definitely someone watched Red Dawn that day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They were just out of other things to strike. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's only three kinds of terrain. Yeah. Desert, jungle, strike. urban. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about what about mountains? Shut up. Helicopters can't fly in mountains. <laughs> they don't work. Mountains just a desert that gets real tall. <laughs> yep. 
I tell you, no more desert pictures. They're over. Give me mountain pictures. Uh, sorry, we got the script here for a movie. It's called uh, Cliffhanger. I love it. Print it. Oh, we got this other one. It's called uh, Vertical Limit. Kill it dead. I don't want two mountain movies. One per year. Oh, okay, sure. No problem. Five years later. Hey, we got this movie called Vertical Limit. Love it. Print it. Send it to the banks. A bank full of money. Uh, all I remember about Vertical Limit because I'd never seen it is there's the shot in the trailer where uh, you know Robin Chris O'Donnell uh, jumps Boy, from one I mountain think... to another mountain yeah. like, swinging his like ice climbing sticks yeah his little his climbing pickaxes and because I guess the first picks. mountain was gonna explode yeah, yeah I think it was yeah, yeah. actually it was about to have like an avalanche or something crazy yeah I remember oh, like, can we have a minute to remember Chris O'Donnell was a person <laughs> yeah he may still be for all I know he's on a CSI I think no. Or, or an NCIS. I can't remember which Either one. Of those oh, yeah. He's great. on TV now for yeah. a while. Yeah. I think I he's doing a lot of producing as well. Maybe. I don't know. It makes sense. All I know is that whenever we'd have snow, and we got it a lot here in the Midwest, plows would like make giant piles of snow in like parking lots. Mm-hmm. So we would drive to the Taco Bell parking lot across town because there would always be two giant snow piles <laughs> next to each other. Just so you nice. could play and we would play limit. Vertical Limit. This was again when we were like 16 years old. <laughs> and we would legitimately like scream up to a giant pile of snow, put the car in park, not even turn it off, run out, climb a pile of snow, jump across it, yelling Vertical Limit! <laughs> and then get back in the car and drive until we found another two piles of snow. <laughs> I mean, don't feel bad. Chris O'Donnell was like 25 in those Batman movies and he's yeah. like, my parents are dead. Where am I going to live? <laughs> <laughs> I can't be an adult. <laughs> Wealthy stranger, take me into your home. Wouldn't it be great though if Chris Evans was, or Chris O'Donnell really was supposed to be playing like a 10-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> And he was just like, I don't like vegetables. Give me some chocolate milk, old man. <laughs> I mean, it can't be worse than the dialogue in Batman Forever. Ooh, valid. Mm. Valid. Batman and Robin, it gets to that so bad that it's hilarious. But Batman Forever is just straight up bad. Yeah. I think you've got them confused. No, no, no. Batman and Robin, Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, Insane Camp, George Clooney. That's is your the Batman. last one. Yeah, that's Batman and Robin. See, I think, yeah. You yeah. said Batman Forever. Yes, Batman Forever is terrible garbage. The one with Val Kilmer? Yeah. Yeah. But Batman and Robin, it finds that, like, okay. it's so bad, it's hilarious. Like when Arnold Schwarzenegger makes all of his goons sing. Sure. And it's just ice pun after ice pun. Yeah, it is 100% ice, ice to puns. meet you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. So that's how John Wick loses his dog. Yeah. Yes, they yeah. fucking just straight up like punch his dog they to punch death. it to death yeah. yeah and then they beat the holy crap out of him yes then they steal his car and they take it to John Leguizamo's chop shop and John Leguizamo recognizes the car immediately and he is yeah. very upset yeah <laughs> this movie takes the like buckaroo bonsai approach to storytelling where it is like you are picking up this adventure like you picked up book 6 of 12 yeah like, you're, you, there is an enormous amount of backstory that you are simply not privy to. That there's a lot be, of... It'll just be alluded to. Yeah, there's a lot of allusions to previous adventures. There's a lot of, like... It feels like plot threads are paying off that have previously been established. Right. 
Maybe I, you don't know what they are yet. Exactly. Because John Leguizamo immediately recognizes the car, and he's like, oh, shit, where'd you get that car? And they're like, ah, we killed some dude's dog. Yeah. And, and he's like, oh, oh, Theon Greyjoy, you big, fat, dumb, dumb. Yeah, get the fuck out of my chop shop right now. <laughs> yep. Uh, and, and fucking Theon is... So he gets punched in the face by John Leguizamo and told again to get the fuck out of his chop shop. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, so I both... Uh, Keanu Reeves and John Leguizamo in this film made me very angry because it's like, oh, you guys were just choosing not to act in your other movies (laughs) because they both deliver amazing performances. Yeah. And John Leguizamo plays a really really nice straight man. Yeah. 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 He's not like wacky or weird. Yeah. He's he's almost, he's Ruffalo-esque. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah. the fucking Russian idiot goons leave. Uh, the Russian crime boss calls Johnny Legs and is like, oh, I hear that you punched my son. What'd you do that for? And he's like, your son uh, killed John Wick's dog and stole his car. Oh. oh. Hangs up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's, that's that, a reason to punch my son. Fair yeah. enough. And that, Keep like, up the good work. <laughs> and that's that says so much. Yeah. And it's one of the things that I love about this movie is... It does so much world building in the course of just regular dialogue without having anyone just stop and explain things for you. There's literally only like one scene in the movie where that happens and it's coming up. But for the rest of the movie, it's just like things happen. You go, oh shit, this world is big. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. So anyways, uh, John Wick shows up at Aurelio's chop shop, John Le- Johnny Legs' chop shop. Uh, and he's like, is my car here? And he's like, no, it was. And we see like what happens. And so... He's like, well, I'm going to need a ride. And he fucking shoots out of there. And he goes back home and begins sledgehammering out his basement. Yep. Yeah. While while we get a monologue from Vigo, the uh, the main bad guy who he's explains. He's Vigo. He's... You are like the buzzing of flies to you. <laughs> Scourge of Carpathia. <laughs> what I love about, like, Vigo is, like, the main boss. He is the head of the Russian mafia in New York. And he is just a dude yep like that's what like every single character in this like John Wick is not a superhero he doesn't have like powers he's just incredibly good at being a hitman yeah yeah like he is still vulnerable he can still be stabbed and shot and killed but as as Vigo explains in his monologue uh while he's basically threaten using to threaten his son yeah while punching his son in the gut several times yeah uh he's explained to them john wick is a man of focus and a man of skill and he will not stop once he is gone he has a nickname in the russian mafia which is baba yega he's like oh what he's a fucking boogeyman no he's who you get to Kill the boogeyman. <laughs> Which is fucking badass. <laughs> and I should say, anytime they speak Russian and they say that, boogeyman is in like yellow bold <laughs> yeah. font. Yeah, Damn the, right. The weird colored bolding of the subtitles is entertaining. And also sometimes the subtitles aren't on the bottom where they usually no, are. Just yeah. all over they the just place. like show up just flying yeah. all over the screen. That's yeah. uh, uh, Tony Scott from Man on Fire. Just fucking put the words wherever you want. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care. So, uh, uh, Vigo basically tells his son, you know, his son is like, well, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to make this right. Yeah, I'm going to finish what I started. And his dad just pulls him in and he says, you will do nothing. Yeah. Because you can do nothing. <laughs> what I love is this scene, again, like, uh, uh, hinting towards a larger mythos. His son comes in and, you know, his dad hits him in the gut and is like, you fucking idiot, you fucked up. And he's like, 
Nah, the Atlanta job went off without a hitch. Nobody saw us. And he's like, I'm not talking about the Atlanta job. <laughs> yeah. So, like, there are things happening in this Outside world. Outside of yeah. the world, yeah. Like, you Not pick, just what we're watching. It's so frustrating when you're picking up a story that's, like, in media res and it feels like... It's that Kids in the Hall sketch where Dave Foley is asking for a raise from his boss... And then it just descends into you find out Dave Foley wrote the sketch that he's currently in. <laughs> and his boss was like, Do I even have a last name? What are my hobbies? What does this business do to stay in business? You don't know, do you? And like, that's what so many movies that start in the middle is just like a way to skip act one. But this movie very clearly had an act one that you just didn't see. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it's alluded to and hinted at in such a way that you can flush it out in your own imagination. Right. Uh, it's at this point that Vigo basically tells his right-hand man, uh, Avi, played by Dean Mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's Mayhem. <laughs> Mayhem from the Allstate commercials? Yeah. yeah. No, I can totally not take this guy seriously. He has spent the last 15 years playing this character as an idiot. Yeah. Right. I just want to note that this guy has a nice turn guest starring uh, appearance in one of my favorite shows, Chris Carter's Millennium. And <laughs> every time I see that dick bag, I'm like, I'm so glad you're still getting work, buddy. <laughs> see, for me, he'll always be uh, uh, the Irish guy from Oz. Oh, sure. sure. Yeah. And eventually they brought, he has a twin brother as well, who is the guy who gets you like them apples uh, in Goodwill Good Hunting. Hunting. Right. And eventually that brother came on Oz too. So they were both there <laughs> as brothers. So I'll always think of Dean Winters as Oz guy. Yeah. Uh, but he I was, just I always know him from 30 Rock. And he's also he's also hey, Liz's, Liz's beeper salesman <laughs> yep. boyfriend. Uh, but yeah, so he tells him to task his squad. He asks how many men and the boss says how many do you have? Yes. Yeah. And the entire time uh, Vigo is I, I, I swear to God, like, I don't know how this movie managed to get Shakespeare as a consultant on the script, <laughs> but it is a Shakespearean tragedy because Vigo immediately recognizes, oh, I'm trapped in a role that will end in my death and it is inescapable, but I must only behave in the way that will get me killed. Right. right. Yeah. It is not possible for me to escape this because I am trapped being this person in this level of power in this business. Sure, like, sure. I know that sending all of my hitmen against John Wick will do no good, but it's what I do as a crime boss. Yeah, the phone yeah. call from John like was almost pretty much Macbeth meets the witches. Right. <laughs> like, oh, I guess this is how we're doing it. Well, I mean, okay. Vigo, Vigo tries to get out of it, but he calls John Wick on the phone. He does, right? To be like, look, my son's an idiot. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I know, like, I gave it the impossible task to get out. You did it. You got out. You set me up forever. Let's just call it squaresies. John Wick hangs up without saying anything. Uh, Dean's just like, what'd he say? He said enough. Yeah. <laughs> and so, at that point, John Wick has now uh, armed himself and become John Wick proper, which means he's now put on his black three-piece suit. It yeah. is 
a sharp fucking suit. It's it is. pretty great. It's also his funeral suit. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's the only suit he owns. The only suit you need. <laughs> and he gets suit. all yeah. of his pistols and knives and gold coins. Not, and grenades yeah. and, and grenades, frags yeah. and all sorts and of stuff. And some C4 explosives. Yeah, because this whole criminal underworld operates on, like, gold bullion standards. Yeah. It, it, it operates on, like, gold Krugerrands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, like, they are more valuable than, like, currency because people are willing to do unconscionable things to get one. Yeah, yeah. I think that they're not so much gold coins as they are markers. Yeah, they are like a symbol that you did like someone owes you. Right, right, you right. Know? Yeah, and I mean, I think you're talking about like chips at a, at a yeah, casino. Exactly, like yeah. each gold coin actually means like millions or thousands of dollars. Sure, sure, sure. So I don't think that But it's they also, a- I think that, I think it's a context thing. Right. Because I, you, I don't know if you guys haven't seen John Wick 2 no. where those coins like operate not only as a currency but also as like a marker as like a, I owe you like, I owe you a favor or yeah, I'm that's calling it, in my favor. Yeah. That's what it and seems like in this movie. He also has to put a, uh, I mean, we haven't gotten there yet, but when he goes to the Assassin's Hotel, he has to put a coin in to get into the, the secret It's assassin. like a proof yeah. that you belong yeah. in Yeah, they kind of yeah. operate however the plot demands they do. Right. But you're, it's never confusing. No, no, you no, know, no. You just know that they have an insane amount of value, and John Wick has a lot of them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In his case underneath the two feet of concrete yeah. that he smashes with a sledgehammer, he's got like hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the night that the goon squad shows up at his house at to like try four to get in the him morning. Out. Yeah. And he is waiting for them. Yeah. Ooh, so many headshots. Yeah, so this is where the action really like kicks into uh happening in the movie at all. And it is insanely great yes it's very well choreographed yeah Uh, and one of the things I really liked about it is A it shows that John Wick the character is very good at his job right Uh, a deadly deadly human being and, and also incredibly, yeah, incredibly smart and strategic. Yes. Like, he he knows that his weapon is only really effective at close range, so he gets into close range. Sure. In and very clever and interesting ways. Yes, yeah. and using the architecture of his house yeah. as natural cover, and I can't help but think that he had the house built that way, yeah. specifically yeah. as For a the defense. Big yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, and also, it, one of the other things I love about this is it shows that, because uh, Keanu Reeves does almost all of his own gunplay yeah. and stunts in this movie, uh, and it's very obvious. The movie deals in a lot of close-ups and stuff. A lot of, like, long shots. That yeah, and it's your the way the better for it. Yeah. And he yeah. is amazing at it. Yeah. I would venture to say that, like, Keanu Reeves is probably the most underrated action film star, and probably one of the best, and, like, nobody... I think John Wick is the one that seals it yeah. for me. Like, but because if you go back, like, Point Break and Speed and The Matrix, like, he's got a resume of pretty kick-ass action movies. Yeah, right. He is, like, the, the new uh, John Cusack. <laughs> We're like John Cusack like no John Cusack like he's goofy dumb little John Cusack but then he does like gross point blank and you're like oh shit you're actually really good at this sure right 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 and that fucking weird war movie where his daughter's a pop star and it's he eats hot sauce I don't know it sucked well, I don't know about that one yeah I don't know about that you could have just you could have just said Con Air he's in Con, Con Air yeah he is he is yeah. and also I was uh, forgetting about yeah, Con Air yeah. Well, how could you forget about Con Air? And let's I have a forget Dragon Blade. Of course, yes. yeah. 
fucking oh. the sword of friendship. That's right. Man. Good old oh, Dragon, Dragon Blade. Blade. So anyways, John Wick murders like 15 dudes it's trying to murder. It's 12 because it, at the end of the sequence he calls and makes dinner reservations for, for 12. 12. That's right. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry I over-exaggerated. Yeah. The, and like, <laughs> the he, carnage that he puts down And I mean, it house. is carnage. It's a lot of headshots. He makes sure yeah. to shoot everybody almost twice. Yeah. Once in the like once to the center mass and once to the head. Yeah. Like he's double tapping left and right. He's huge on incapacitating before the headshot. Yeah. He's also incredibly good at grappling. Like there's a lot of sequences in this movie where like a goon will grab him behind by the neck or like get him down on the ground and he's very good at like escaping out of yeah. holds and he tons uses a lot of throws of, yeah, yeah. A lot tons of, of throws a lot of judo a lot of mixed martial arts yeah. uh, uh, stuff thrown in there a as lot well. of using his environment to his advantage yes again yeah. leading me to believe he had this house specifically designed <laughs> to defend himself in the yeah. event of a home invasion yeah right like if the strangers showed up at his house <laughs> he'd fuck that shit up right <laughs> So uh, man, I would love to. I would love there to be a sequel where it's just funny games, but they end up getting in John Wick's house, <laughs> and it's just an immediate reversal. That's a that's a short film. Like the, the doors slam shut, lock, and you just hear over the PA, "No, you're stuck in here with me." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, these games got serious. <laughs> Isn't that Rorschach's line from Watchmen? Butts, yeah, it is, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, after John Wick dispatches a bunch of de- goons in some pretty awesome ways, my favorite being uh, when he gets a guy on his back on a counter and then just snaps his neck off the side of a kitchen island. Yep. Is pretty yes, great. That's uh, he, yeah, he calls. He calls and makes dinner reservations for twelve, and the cleaners show up to dispense with the bodies. Well, first, we get one of the best scenes in the movie, in my opinion, is when the cops show up as soon as the oh, carnage yeah. is over. And he goes to the door and he answers it and the cop says, Hello, John. And he says, Hello, Jimmy. <laughs> you Noise complaints? <laughs> and the cop is like, You working again, John? And he goes, No, just working something out. Yeah, just sorting some stuff out. <laughs> At which point the cop sees one of the dead bodies and uh, John Wick turns to see the dead body that he sees. So you see John Wick's face is covered in blood spatter. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time he's been talking to him. And then he looks back and then the cop is like, All right. You have a good night. I'll let you get back to it. It's just, it's great world building because John Wick has spent so long doing such a good job and making, I think his, if you can say that he has a superpower, it is making allies. Yes. He makes allies in this world over a lifetime of service. So like, yeah, like the underworld pulls a bunch of strings when he retires, which is a big deal that he gets out. Like you're not supposed to be able to get Get out out of the life, but like he has made so many good connections that they're just like, yeah, all right, reasonable. So the one thing that they do is they make sure, like, nah, any calls come in for this house, you send Jimmy. Yeah. (laughs) Only Jimmy. Jimmy keeps his mouth shut and knows what's good for him. Right. (laughs) And he does. Oh, would you look at that, Jimmy? Your body cam's on the fritz. What can you do? Right. (laughs) 
So uh, the cleaning crew shows up. It's led by uh, Warriors, come out and play, guy. Or Sully from Commando. Or oh, that shit. guy or from, the Twin dude Peaks. from Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jerry Horn. Yeah, I did nice. not recognize yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. So he in rolls the new in. season of Twin Peaks, he has this huge, bright, white Santa beard and spends the entire time stoned. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Nice. So he rolls in uh, with his goons who mm. look like a bunch of guys who tried out to be offensive linemen. Back right. in the 80s and got cut. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, uh, bodies are heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And they clean that shit up. Again, it's a great piece of world building because you don't need to have, like, you know, we never go back to this house. There's no need to explain why the cops are not after him. But they do. They explain, like, no, the one cop that knows him is on the take and they don't find the bodies because there's a really good cleaning crew. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, so he gives them a, a handful of those gold coins yeah. Yeah. Uh, and sends them on their way. Uh, and he makes his way to the Continental. The Continental. Yep. Uh, hotel for criminals. Yeah. The hotel, I think, just for hitmen. Yeah. I think it's yeah. a hotel specifically, specifically for, for hitmen. hitmen. Uh, it's in the, it's Owned in the... by Ian McShane, and the front desk is run by Lieutenant Daniels from The Wire. Yep. Sure, or uh, you might know him from Fringe. Yeah. Or you might know him from Lost. That's right. Man, Lance Reddick's had a good career. Yeah. Good for him. Good he, for has, him. Uh, he has a striking... F- presence on yeah. the screen. Always. Yeah, he's got a, like, almost like a, uh, he's capable of very uh, haunting uh, uh, yeah, he persona. Does, he can do very little and seem very ominous. Right. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's fantastic on Fringe. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I just wanted to point he's out. He's super great in Lost. You guys want to watch it real quick? I can pedantically explain why the ending is actually good. No. I, I like the ending, so you don't have to. <laughs> also, it's not a real quick watch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love Terry O'Quinn, but let's be honest. Here's the thing. I mean, if we skip Stranger in a Strange Land, which is the episode where Jack gets his tattoos, the whole thing just flies by. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, John Wick shows up at the Continental, and the Continental is, again, the Hotel for Hitmen. He checks in. It is a very classy establishment. It really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He makes a reservation for his room. He gets two nights, maybe a few more. Depends on business. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, Vigo has put a contract out on John Wick for $2 million. And he uh, goes. He to... hires uh, fucking Willem Dafoe to try to collect. Yes, Willem Dafoe plays Marcus, a fellow hitman. We see him at the beginning of the movie. Uh, he goes, to, the consoles him. He goes yeah. to John Wick's wife's funeral and kind of consoles, consoles him a little bit. Uh, but now he takes the contract for $2 million, which is an open contract for anybody. But Vigo goes to Marcus personally to make sure uh, because they were friends back yeah. in the day. Yeah. So. John Wick goes to the Continental and kind of just bums around. He's trying to find out where Joseph, the shitty guy who killed his dog and stole his car, is. Yeah. Uh, and he eventually goes to the Continental's to the bar. bar, which is this, like, just cool fucking speakeasy. Man, it's like, yeah, because it, yeah, it's down in the basement and you go through what looks like like a loading dock or like yeah. a storage unit. And like, you can smoke cigarettes in there in 2014. That's yeah. right. That's right. Uh, yeah, and he goes to a big metal door and he slides one of his hitman coins in. Uh, the little grate opens and yeah. then closes so they can see him and it's they like, let him in. It's like getting a cart from Aldi. Yeah. Right. You gotta yeah, put yeah, the yeah. coin in. You'll get it back when you leave. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he goes in and he goes to see the owner of the Continental who is yes. sitting in a booth. Winston, uh, who's played by Ian McShane of Deadwood and American Gods and Hot Rod fame. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's basically the way this movie seems to have been made was uh, Keanu Reeves was hanging out with some stunt coordinators from The Matrix because they stay in touch. Yeah. Because when Keanu Reeves says we should stay in touch, he puts in the legwork to make sure that you guys stay in touch. He actually handwrites letters to people. Never forget, he is Canadian. That's true. He's very polite. He is incredibly polite. He bought the entire stunt crew for The Matrix Harleys. Yep. Because nice. uh, they were like, uh, you guys did this performance, not me. You deserve to be well compensated for it. He's just a big old sweetie. From what I understand, Keanu Reeves is like one of the nicest human beings on the planet. Yeah. Which is crazy because he almost always plays stone cold murderers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes the devil's lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he had second thoughts, though. Sure, and he was really—he wasn't so much the devil's lawyer as he was the devil's son and a partner in the devil's <laughs> law firm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how businesses work. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to take over for the old man. <laughs> Get in the family business. Yeah. Uh, so they're sitting around one day, and Keanu Reeves is just like, eh, "I'm bored and old, and want to make an action movie." And the stunt coordinators were like, "We've always wanted to direct, Mister Keanu Reeves." And he's like, right on, let's do this. Let's make this happen. I will pull out my phone book of every underappreciated character actor who's currently not doing enough work, and we'll put together a movie. Right. Yeah, and he put together a hell of a cast. Yeah. Uh, in this scene, we also meet uh, Ms. Perkins, as played by Adrian Palicki from uh, Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Or uh, David E. Kelly's aborted Wonder Woman pilot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tough break. Uh, where break. she was to play Wonder Woman and is not good. No. It is Ooh, very bad. Tough, yeah. Tough um, but, She's wearing mom jeans. Yeah. As Wonder Woman. But she is a very good actress. She was also on Agents of Shield for yeah. a while. might still be on it. I'm not sure. I haven't caught. I haven't caught I up. I don't in a while. know if she's in the new season. But uh, she played Mockingbird on Agents of Shield. She's yeah. very good on that. She's obviously very adept at the physical action stuff. Uh, and she plays a fellow hitman, Ms. Perkins. She'll come back a little bit yeah. later. John Wick goes to Winston, the uh, concierge. What not the concierge? No, he's the, the owner. owner. He's the yeah. management. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he is King Hitman. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, and basically, uh, he says, He's like, king shit of Kill Mountain. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And he's like, uh, look, I want to know where Vigo's son is. I got business with him. Uh, Winston's like, are you sure about this? Because if you start doing this again, then that's it. You're in. Like, right. you were yeah, lucky enough to in. get out. But you're not going to get out twice. Yes. Like, th- th- this is done. Right. Meanwhile, Vigo has gotten confirmation that John Wick is in the Continental. And they basically message Ms. Perkins and offering her double the contract. $4 million to break Continental rules to kill him on premises. Yeah, because yeah. uh, the Continental is essentially sanctuary from Highlander. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. do business or take heads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or no, be quickened no, no. in the uh, Continental. Unless... Heavy penalties be incurred. Right? Yeah, heavy penalties. <laughs> uh, so John Wick is like, all right, I get it. You know, Winston's like, I can't give you any information. We can't work here. Have a drink. Relax. Yeah. So John Wick goes to the bar. He has a nice little reunion. Catches up with the bar. Yeah, yeah the bartender very clearly uh, has been holding a candle for John right. Wick for a long yeah. time. Buddy. Look at them sweet puppy dog eyes. I mean, I get it. Come on. I get it. (laughs) Um, But Uh, he eventually orders his usual, and she gives it to him, compliments of the house, and he sees it and then immediately leaves, gives her one of his coins, and we see that the napkin says red circle with a kiss. And that is where we Joseph is 
the Red Circle Club. Smash cut to the shitty, like, Blood Rave place from Blade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. What's it's one great? of the vampire raves, definitely. <laughs> they, they very quickly established the, the geography of this location by having... Uh, all the floors check in all yeah. their security talk. There's heavy security detail because Vigo obviously knows that John Wick is after his son, so he's put all of the security on him. So yeah, you get the security like checking in over the radio and you got, you know, basement level checking in, level one checking in, level two checking in, and it each level has its own lighting and music. Right. Yeah, so like you're four all, different clubs. Yeah, so it can cut between all of the floors and you always know where you are. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, John Wick shows up. Uh, he, there's a little bit with a bouncer there. Uh, Francis. Played, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, played by uh, Kevin Hall, I think. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Yeah, Kevin Nash uh, of uh, wrestling and Magic Mike fame. Yeah. Yep. Uh, where, uh, yeah. uh, again, he's another guy who recognizes yeah. John Wick. Keanu pulls a gun on him and says, Hey, Francis, how you doing? Busy night? Yeah, you know how it is. You, uh... You working here, John? Yep. Let's take the night off. Yep. <laughs> and he takes out his earpiece and, and says, fucks Thank off. you, sir. Yeah. And walks away. Though we do get a nice bit where Kevin uh, Nash may or may not have lost 60 kilograms. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, more power to Kevin Nash. That's not yeah. easy to do. Not no, it is not. Yes. John Wick notes it's very impressive. Yeah. Especially because 60 kilograms. It's like 120 or 30 pounds. Yeah. That's a lot like, that's of a weight. shitload. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, John Wick now infiltrates. The red circle, you know, and we see like Joseph. It, Joseph is in the basement level, which is like exposed brick and what seems like natural spring like hot, hot springs. Yeah, yeah. Hot tubs, just yeah. being a fucking douche. Yeah, yeah, like what I love about this movie is this movie. It very clearly sets up like you are on John Wick's side. He's got a dog and it's cute, and then the dog dies, and you're like, "Yep, this is motivation enough to fuel a rampage." And then fucking Joseph. Just makes every mistake, right? Yeah. Like just shittily, just yeah. with the with the most amount of arrogance possible. Yeah. So but, you never feel bad for this little shithead. No. Yeah, and not only is he hubristic to a fault, but he's also a shithead. Yeah. He's super cocky. His arrogance is totally unearned. Correct. Yeah. He has no right to feel even good about himself, let alone arrogant. Right. Especially because John Wick walks into the Red Circle Club, uh, dispatches sort of Joseph's right-hand man almost immediately, steals his phone, and then walks into the club and just starts laying waste to dudes. Yeah. And again, we have uh, an amazing action sequence mm -hmm. that is kind of like the raid in a microcosm. Yeah, yeah. He just like works his way up through the club the different levels of the club right. murdering dudes left yeah. and right Joseph is running away in a towel yeah. yes uh, so they made it from their basement up to like the main dance floor club so now John Wick is murdering people in the middle of people like dancing and it's so loud no one can hear what's happening and no one yeah. knows they just keep dancing uh, uh, and so then... he fights a bunch of security goons to make his way to like a mini boss yes. up on a balcony yeah he gets to the boss that functions as the black guy from the original Batman like he's the boss <laughs> Who actually just beats the shit out of John Wick and yeah. then throws him off like a third floor balcony. Yes. Like, yeah. that is the hardest thud I've seen in a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John Wick, uh, 
gets a little battered and bruised. In this fight, he takes a busted champagne bottle to the gut, to the gut. Yeah. and yeah. then thrown off a balcony. He uh, he eventually like limps out of there and makes his way back yeah. to the continental. But Joseph has got away. Yeah, yes. got away. And he gets back to the continental. He's like, "Is the doctor in?" <laughs> and the, yeah, twenty four hours. <laughs> Please send him up. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, would you like a drink as well? And he's like, that would be nice. Well, and then he asks, uh, do you still offer dry cleaning and laundry? <laughs> Sir, I don't think we're equipped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's that good. Yeah. Is what he says to the yeah. blood-covered John Wick. Yeah. And again, John Wick, very reasonable. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Yep. No. <laughs> like, he doesn't get shitty about yeah. it. John no. Wick knows how to treat the staff. Yeah. yeah. That's why everybody likes him. Right. Yeah. Then he's getting worked on by a doctor. Doctor's stitching him up. Uh, yeah. He he asks him if he's gonna go back out and, and keep do on work. Front. And he's like, yes. He's like, good. Here, take these. Your stitches will pop, but you'll still be mobile. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be functional. Yeah. Uh, so John Wick lays down to take a well-deserved rest. Yes. I imagine that there was obviously a cut for time where he watches a full episode of Conan. Of course, I mean, why not? Or every hotel room I've ever been in just reruns of King of the Hill. <laughs> and I'm fine with it. You keep that up, quality in. <laughs> Keanu Reeves just with his, uh, again, with his brandy, just watching. <laughs> that boy isn't right. <laughs> You're right. There's something off about that kid, but you know what? God bless. Uh, meanwhile, Willem Dafoe, the sniper, takes a shot at John Wick just barely missing him and hits the pillow right next to his head yeah. just to in time to alert him to the presence of Ms. Perkins who is now breaking continental rules and they have a sweet little hand to hand yeah, fight here yeah. it's pretty great at one point she's got him like bent over and is just like pummeling his recently yeah, and there's blood spatter there's a part where she takes uh, like the, the tail of her jacket and puts it in her mouth as yeah. she's fighting yes. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's like a weird little character quirk. But then she gets him down and is able to then release the jacket and wrap it around him to Into work a choker. Right. like yeah. a choker. Yeah. Nice. I'm like, oh shit, that's rad as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And, they're, and like, again, this fight is mostly Keanu Reeves and Adrian Palicki doing the stunts and they're fantastic at yeah, it. Yeah, they do a really nice It's job. a really great fight sequence. Uh, eventually, John Wick gets her head wrapped in a sheet and just straight up punches her in the face. Yeah. And dr- like uh, throws, throws her, her over the yeah. banister yeah. and like just through a pane of glass on yes. the floor. Answers his ringing phone to explain that yes, yes, there's been lots of noise complaints. Yes. <laughs> I, he apologizes. Uh, uh, he explains that there was an uninvited, unexpected guest. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, basically telling management, look, I didn't break the rules. Someone's trying to kill me. Yeah. Right. He gets her in the hallway. And he's got a gun to her head. Uh, basically about to kill her when somebody else in the Continental pops out. He's like, do I know you? <laughs> and he's like, I'm thinking, yeah. And he turns around and he's like, oh, hey, John. <laughs> and it's this dude. And what I love about this, he's in like his like sleep t-shirt, his With boxer like shorts, and garter garters. socks. And garter socks, yeah. It's and holding a gun perfect. on John Wick. Yeah. And he's like, hey. like, you working, John? Yeah. Well, good night. <laughs> well, he's like, can you do me a favor and babysit this 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 one yeah, while she's like, asleep catch and release catch and release uh, but yeah, gives, he, him a, gives him a marker yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah he gets some information out of her you know like look you have to tell me where Joseph is 
Otherwise, I have no reason to keep you alive. Like, please give me something. Right. Like, it's clear that he does not want... He does not kill for joy or pleasure. No. He does not... E- he doesn't even necessarily like killing... Like, he kills for vengeance in a grand scheme, but he's not going to kill you just because you beat him up. Right. Right, right, right. There's, and there's plenty of people in this movie that he straight up lets live. Yeah. Because they're not directly involved in the murder of his dog in right. some way. Yeah. He's definitely on his way to Joseph. Yes. So she tells, so she him, tells that, him about a church that is a front for Vigo's money laundering. Yeah. So John Wick walks into this church... Uh, it immediately pulls shoots out. the priest in the knee with like a full on rifle and then shoots like eight other dudes with like a fucking pulse rifle yeah. like, this thing is huge and from the future yeah. and and then but uh, to his credit leaves all the old babushka ladies just <laughs> totally free one of whom never fucking moves nope. like yeah. he kills like five dudes and other people run out of the church and there's one old lady who's like man Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's like, look, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die in a church. Yeah. It's got to count. <laughs> so he takes the priest and he has the priest take him down to the vault. Uh, kills a couple guys down there. Uses the priest basically as a human shield. Yeah. <laughs> all the way down. Uh, forces the priest to open the vault. Lets the two ladies counting all the money go. Yeah. Uh, and, and wishes them a nice day. That's right. Yeah. In their native language so they understand. Yeah, right. They then... Uh, the, the, he says, well, I'm going to split. And the priest says, I, uh, what, you have no idea. Like, what are you going to do with all that money and all that stuff? This and he throws two incendiary grenades. Yep. He just burns it all. Yeah. Yes. He's a regular Heath Ledger Joker, just right. watching it all burn. That's right. right, right yeah. Right. He has no need for money. He's got a little bit of gunpowder and a knife. That's all he needs. Yep. Right. Uh, so basically, this, you know, it cuts to Vigo and he's talking to his accountant and he's like, can we recover from this? And his accountant's like, you know what he burned. <laughs> the answer was no. Like, uh, it is clear that this is like, this has crippled his criminal enterprise. Right. Like, he is finished. Even if he survives, he is finished. Absolutely. Uh, and then John Wick attacks them all in broad daylight. In the, in the church parking lot. In the church parking lot. And again, another great shootout action scene. Yeah. Uh, eventually, though, John Wick gets... Hit, hit by a fucking car. Well, yeah. he gets hit by a car that's been hit by another car yeah. and flipped like 30 feet in the air. Yeah. Right. Uh, meanwhile, the lady assassin is in the old guy's hotel room. Uh, she dislocates her thumb to slip her hand out Ooh, of the handcuffs. so gross. Yeah. Uh, and then kills the guy. Um, at the, the, the guy is, you know, going to leave her there because he's checking out. And he says, don't worry. Uh, house cleaning will find you. Uh, saying it in a way that it is very clear that like house cleaning is the continental security staff. Right. Who are because probably she, going to kill her. Yeah, because she fucking broke the rules. Right. Uh, so she knocks him down, puts a pillow over his face, shoots him in the head. Don't worry, house cleaning will find you. Meaning some poor maid is going to have to clean that up. Yeah. yeah. That's why you don't fight in the Continental. That's it's rude. rude. And on top of that, she loots him for his coin. Yeah, yeah she takes his coin. So she, and then she takes off. Yeah. So now John Wick has been taken captive by the Russians. And we get sort of... Uh, we get the big, like, angry monologue about how important all that stuff he burned up was. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't just money. It was leverage on the yeah, city. It was yeah, all the blackmail out, material. Yeah, it was like like tapes and... Yeah. Pictures, uh, tapes, videos. paintings, <laughs> yeah. all kinds of shit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, basically they have their moment of recognition where basically Vigo is like, 
look, it's you're done. Like, we're not doing this anymore. Like, this stops right now. I am sorry that he killed your dog, but it's not worth it. And Keanu Reeves fucking summons a demon inside of him <laughs> to just give this amazing retort. Yes. Yeah. Basically along the lines of, like, my wife died. She gave me this dog. It's the last thing I have. Yeah. And he murdered it. Yeah, like, and he took away my ability to grieve my wife. Right. Yes. So he's like, you can either give me your son or you can die beside him. Screaming yes. beside him. And uh, the best line is, everybody keeps asking me if I'm back, and I'm thinking I kind of am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and just as he finishes, like, you can die screaming beside him, he immediately gets a plastic bag right over thrown onto his face. Yeah, he's about to get choked out. When Willem Dafoe, calmly watching from a rooftop oh, shit. across Green the street, himself? was just like, hey, this isn't fair, and puts a bullet in one of the dude's heads. <laughs> That's right. He goes straight up Jesus and gets yeah. his last temptation out of the way. Yeah. And his last temptation is to use a sniper rifle. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Scorsese. Uh, and then John Wick fucking ices the other dude while wearing handcuffs. handcuffs. That's a great fight, which finishes with a great choke yep. in the handcuffs, killing him. Uh, so John Wick takes a shoulder-mounted automatic shotgun yes. and just goes to I town. I don't know what the fuck that thing is. <laughs> I think I've only ever seen that in Halo. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a gun that belongs to the Colonial Marines and Aliens. <laughs> but it's clear, because he's going after the SUV that has Vigo, and you know that thing is armored. Yes. Yeah. So you need something with some stopping power. And, yeah. you know, he doesn't do it while taking cover. He stands in the middle of the street. And just pounds it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Stepping uh, and then, out of the way like a matador yeah. as it explodes yeah. up against another car. Uh, so he ices everybody except for Vigo. Vigo comes out and he's just like... Well, Vigo goes, chill out, chill out, chill yeah. out, chill <laughs> out, chill out. <laughs> uh, and he's like, look, where's your son? Like, that's it. Like, you give me... I, I don't want to kill you. Again, like... I have no beef with you. Like, yes, you tried to kill me, but I understand why. It's reasonable. Like, I'm not going to try to kill you because you tried to kill me. He's got a car. I just yeah. want Man's to kill your son. <laughs> and he gives up his son. Gives yeah. up his son. He says he's in a safe house in Brooklyn. They're expecting you. But he gives him the fucking address. Yeah, yeah. gives him the address. Uh, and then he, he uh, John Wick leaves him there. He picks up the phone. He says, you know, set it in motion. Uh, John Wick heads off to the safe house. Meanwhile, Willem Dafoe is being followed home by some goons, and it turns out, oh no, he was followed home by Vigo. Vigo. Yeah. Uh, but it cuts back to uh, fucking John Wick taking out the safe house. Yeah. Yes, and uh, the, the safe house is, it nears I can tell, it's Joseph and his dumb buddy. His dumb buddy's playing video games. Yeah. Like Joseph, Call of Duty. Yeah, and Joseph is like smoking weed and getting super paranoid. Right. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. There's like two bodyguards inside and like four snipers' nests around. Yeah, 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 and they keep going. Checkpoint one, clear. Checkpoint two, clear. Checkpoint three, clear. And then finally Except it gets checkpoint to... four, where it's John Wick. Yeah. Uh, and he immediately kills that dude's best friend. Yeah. And then starts just hammering guys again. Yep. Uh, puts flips. a bullet right through his Beats by Dre. Yep. yep. Uh, flips off a detonator, explodes three SUVs. Then walks between them. Yep. Yeah. And then the only person left is Joseph. Joseph gets gut shot. Yeah. Yeah. And he's up against like a shipping container and he's 
you know, like he's he, he sees John Wick coming and he just starts yelling, It was just a fucking bang, bang. Yeah, right in the head. He gets the most unceremonious death yeah. in the movie, and it's yep. great. Because he's been such a piece of shit this the whole, whole time. time. Yeah. And this is great because this movie knows that you've seen other movies and knows that, like, oh, I just saw the climax. That's right. it. Like, we must be wrapping up. Yeah. Uh, but no, then it cuts back to Willem Dafoe in the apartment. I. Uh, where there's Vigo, and Vigo calls up John Wick and explains what happened, which is like, yeah, you killed my son, that's fine, that was fair, but, like, I gave Willem Dafoe a job to do, and he broke the cardinal rule. He had plenty of opportunities to kill you, and he chose not to. And he betrayed me. He in fact, betrayed me. In fact, he yeah. was yeah. legitimately helping you. Because right. we did, there is a scene where, where Willem Dafoe and John Wick meet up again, and we've realized that, that Willem Dafoe was aiding yeah. him the entire time. Yeah, they talk like near a bridge, and uh, we see that Miss Perkins sees it. Right. right. She's been following. And so Willem Dafoe tries to fight his way out. Uh, he gets rid of a couple goons, but then he is just punched to death. Yeah. Almost by well, he Vigo. He shot a couple times in there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he gets, he's, yeah, like, Vigo is, like, torturing him, basically, like, explaining, like, look, you, you fucked me over, and, like, stabs him in the leg a couple of times. Uh, he says, you know, now I'm going to take you out. And Willem Dafoe says, no, I go out on my terms. Yeah. yeah. And that's when he gets up and he shoots a couple of the hitman and then gets shot in the chest and he just looks at him and says, yeah, see? My terms. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets shot in the chest several more times. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Vigo, Vigo shoots him like twice in the chest, pauses, and then, then shoots, shoots him like him four, four more times. times. Yeah. Uh, so then, you know, he calls up John Wick and he says, Look, your best friend's dead. It's over. Like, yeah. I had to, again, like, had he to do it. is trapped in his role. Yeah. Right. Like, all he had to do it to end it was not kill Willem Dafoe, which is so easy that you might observe, I am currently not killing Willem Dafoe right now. Yeah. I mean, well, it's crazy to think about. Sweat, right? Yeah. It's crazy to think about, but I've been not killing Willem Dafoe for 35 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What I mean, it takes a lot of focus sometimes. Yeah. Sure, no. some days are harder than others. Sure, of course, there are some days where I wake up and you know, I, I, I think to myself, God, Willem Dafoe has to die today. Yeah. But then I no. just have a piece of gum instead. You just yeah. replace a habit with a habit. Exactly. Also, a great way to not want to kill Willem Dafoe is to not watch Nosferatu because holy shit, that movie is boring. What? The one where he plays Max, what's his name? The vampire. You're talking about oh, Shadow, Shadow of, of the, the Vampire. vampire. Yeah. Oh, With, uh, John Malkovich and uh, fucking, uh, oh, that stand-up. Uh, what's his name? The British stand-up that does cross-dressing? Oh, Eddie, Eddie Izzard. Izzard. Eddie Izzard, yes. yeah. He plays the cameraman and he's great. Yeah. It's actually a really good movie. I don't know what you're Boring. talking about. Nah, you're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Nick Cage produced that movie, by the way. Fuck what? yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that movie's great because it posits that Max Shrek was actually Leo a vampire. vampire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, anyways, yeah. So. So basically, like, again, like, Vigo has increased the running time of the right. movie. Yes. Uh, all he had to do was just walk away. And, but again, it just, like, no, there are rules. Well, this is I the plan. To kill the him. plan is to kill Marcus and then flee the country. But then Miss Perkins gets a call and she has to go meet somebody. Yes. Miss Perkins gets a call specifically from the Continental. Yes. From the front desk. Regarding that evening's uh, event. Yeah. yeah. So she shows up at, like, a fucking road. Roman bathhouse? Yeah, I don't know yeah. what that place was supposed to be. Uh, I think it's in Central Park. I yeah, think it's like a probably, fountain or something. Yeah, uh, yeah where, like an amphitheater. Yeah, where four goons show up, and then Winston says, 
your 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 admittance, your your membership. Your membership has been canceled by thine own hand. Walks away, and then she is summarily executed by four she dudes. She is shot four times by four dudes. Yes. <laughs> Which she obviously was a terrible hitman. Yeah, because no, obviously. to evade this, all she had to do was duck. Yeah. yeah, or <laughs> and all four would have killed each other, yeah, right. or not go. Yeah, that would also be one because you know that they're mad at you. Could have just driven to Buffalo. <laughs> so Winston promptly calls Keanu Reeves and tells him about uh, the there is a yes. certain helicopter yeah. that is fueling a for certain a certain helipad trip. for yes. a certain trip for a certain someone. So John Wick uh, goes back to the Continental. He gets his shit. The Continental gives him a brand new car yeah. uh, as a recompense for the issues he's yeah. had while staying there. Exactly, because you you thrive on repeat business. Sure. Definitely. And also because the Continental is a classy joint. Right. right. They just want to make it right. That's Definitely. right. Keanu doesn't ask for it. Keanu, or John Wick rather, didn't even kick up the slightest bit of a fuss. Nope. nope. He knew it was not management's fault that this was a bad actor acting of her own accord. Yep. He, in fact, he tips him again yep. and takes gets his uh, gets his stuff in the car. Tips the valet guy who brought the car around. Uh-huh. He's just know. throwing these gold Krugerrand markers all <laughs> over the place. What's the good of having money if you can't spend it? Sure, right? when you got it, flaunt it. Yep. So he drives down to the helipad, whereupon he summons a lightning storm for his boss fight. Right. Correct. Immediately takes two of their Jesus two SUVs Christ. trying to get to the helipad with his of... car. Yeah. Like this is the greatest like car fist fight ever. Yes, because he uses his car to first shove one SUV (laughs) off of like a 50 foot cliff. He's consistently pit maneuvering these two SUVs and one of them gets dumped down a like ravine. The other one he forces to get broadsided into like this big Into a pylon. Yeah, Yeah. concrete pylon. We call those things bollards. Yeah, then he uses the car almost exclusively in reverse to run down and or shoot all the other guys. For the record, that is one of the first times I have seen a car used almost explicitly like a horse. Yeah. yeah. Like he is riding around a group of people just picking them off yeah. one by one. It's the first time I've seen a car used as a fist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he has dispatched all the goons except for uh, the accountant. Uh, Vigo gives him a gun. Because he's been. Because plays with him a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Because yeah. he's been asking for a gun for like he five wants a gun, minutes. Yeah. And also, while all this is going on, Vigo is laughing hysterically. He's yes. lit, he lit a cigarette. He is a man who knows what's coming. Yeah. Sure, sure. But he can't help but marvel in the mayhem that yeah. is John Wick. Right. Exactly. Like, he has come to terms with the fact that he is not going to survive this encounter, and he is just laughing at all the other people who are fighting tooth and nail to stay alive. Yeah. Right. When he's like, guys, it's pointless. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> uh, uh, so Martin gets a gun and... Avi. Uh, yeah. It is very clear that Vigo gave him this gun, not to shoot John Wick, but like... You shoot gonna, himself. You're yeah. going to need this to take the coward's way out yep. when John Wick corners you. Yeah. Uh, he gets one shot off on John Wick. It hits John Wick's like door, door. but misses him. Then he like laughs. He's like, I did it. I got a shot off. <laughs> and then John Wick... John Wick shoots him in the knee, in the <laughs> belly, and then slams him with a yeah, fucking and then car. power slides his car into him. And then that car gets T-boned by the SUV... <laughs> 
with the yeah. dude in the middle who is just obliterated. Yeah, at yeah this he's point. just dragged yeah. for forty-five feet. John uh, Wick has to leap out of his own car before it gets pushed into the same ravine. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Vigo comes out of the SUV and it's just like, "Look, you're here for me. Let's settle this man to man. No weapons." It starts raining, and the only thing he I can goes, figure... no more bullets. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I can figure is that John Wick slammed his car so hard into the bad guy that it broke into the final act of Cradle to the Grave starring <laughs> DMX <laughs> and Jet Li. Yes. Yeah. And now it's pouring rain on, like, a weird dot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they have this fist fight, which, this is the first part of the movie where I was like... That's some bullshit. Because it's an old man. Because yeah. it's an old man. And like John, like we know that Keanu Reeves in real life is like pushing 50, but like in the movie, he confidently passes as like 38. Yeah. Although, again, what I love is that Vigo is not taking this seriously at all. No. Uh, no. His first move is to just basically go like, boo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they have a pretty great fist fight in the rain. Uh, uh, John Wick gets stabbed in the belly because oh no, Vigo had what a knife on him. Well, the whole v- time. here's the thing: Vigo pulls the knife, put, tries to go for John Wick's belly. John Wick catches his arm, and then you see John Wick decide to pull the knife into his own stomach so that he can break Vigo's arm. Yeah. yeah. He, then he takes the knife out of his stomach and stabs Vigo in the top of the chest. Yeah, he pulls like the the Urukai and Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> yeah. Like, just Aragorn pulls stabs it. it and he just pulls it in just to yell in his face. Yeah, just to uh, get there. And this, again, it's a great resolution where, uh, you know, John uh, Vigo says to John Wick, well, John, be seeing you. Yeah. Yeah. Be seeing you. Because, again, there's no ill will between these two <laughs> characters. Sure. They just had to act out their roles. Yeah. They just had to do what yep. they had to do. Uh, so John Wick uh, sees a video of his wife. The last thing that we hear from this video is his wife saying, Go home, John. Let's go home. Yeah. So that gives John Wick... It kind of feels like John Wick is watching the video one last time so he can die. Yeah. But upon hearing his wife tell him to go home... He realizes, like, mm, I got all my grieving out through killing. Sure. It it basically works like a hunk of meat you'd pick up in a video game off yeah, the street. Yeah, yeah, just picks him up a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. He climbs into a vet's office. Yep. yep. So that he can staple up his wound. And you know what? Hey, he sees there's a lot of new puppies here. Yeah. He learns a lesson that we all learned in grade school if you grew up with a pet. It's sad when a pet dies, but you can legally purchase another one. <laughs> Correct. They uh, are or, property. Or yeah. just steal it. Yeah, yeah. or just He steals an a little, adorable little, like, pit It's a pit bull, bull yeah. yeah. Though it does look like it's, like, a shelter, so, like, he just skips some paperwork. Right. It's not really right. steal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he puts it on a leash, and they just start to well, walk home. And what I love walk it, off into the, the skyline. What yeah. I love is how he chooses the dog, because as he's stapling himself, all of the other dogs are freaking out and, like, barking and screaming. Right. But there's one dog that whimpers. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this dog has sympathy for me. Yep. We're on the same wavelength, yeah. little buddy. Or, oh, this dog has seen some shit because <laughs> he does not care. Yeah, don't give a fuck. <laughs> 
So yeah, he's got a brand. Papa's got a brand new dog. That's right. Uh, he takes it to the place where his wife first collapsed, which is weird. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then they go home, and that's the end of John Wick. We'll see you next time in John Wick Two: The Search for More Money. Although, nice. hey, John Wick Two does have Forrest Whitaker basically playing Ghost Dog again. Uh, yeah. So I'm there it's for got it. Lawrence Fishburne, uh, uh, Common. Yeah, Peter Sarfinowitz is in it. It's got an amazing cast. It's really good. I actually like it better than the first John Wick. It's real weird, though. It's it's almost abstract (laughs) at times. Uh, But that does it for John Wick. We're going to be right back with Bullet Points. Bullet Points! And we are back with our very first bullet point, Body Count. Body counts. Patrick, what do you think the body count of John Wick is? I'm going to go with 51. Ooh, John, what do you think the body count of John uh, Wick is? I'm going to go a little more conservative, 32. Ooh, interesting. Well, playing by prices, right rules, the only rules that matter. Whoever is closest without going over. Patrick, you are the winner. You both, uh, you both went conservative. It's 80. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 77 of the kills belong to John Wick. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, it's real. The, the percentage is just real out of whack on yeah. this one. John Wick kills 77 people. That's more than Arnold Schwarzenegger kills in Commando. Wow. Nice. Yes. I, I would have loved if this movie ended with just like cut to the uh, stage clear screen from GoldenEye. And it's just like <laughs> percentage shots fired, yeah, right. number of headshots, number of body shots. <laughs> and gives him a score. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He unlocks big head mode for the next playthrough. <laughs> and then he's got to fight against Oddjob. Right, yeah. of course. No slaps. Moving on to our next bullet point. Best kill. Ooh. (laughs) Best kill. Best kill. John, what do you think the best kill in John Wick is? Boy, there's a lot to choose from. There's some great kills. There's 80. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, God, it's... It is very difficult, actually, to think of what the best kill is. I'm going to say the best kill was fucking dumbass accountant dude. Oh, yes. <laughs> he gets sideswiped, yeah. He gets, like, three kills in one. Yeah. Yeah, he gets the Tommy Lee Jones at the end of Under Siege Death, <laughs> yeah. where he dies three times before he dies. Yeah. And I love it because, again, like, this is a dude who clearly, like, really loves being a fucking, like, a gangster. He loves being second in command yeah. to, like, the big boss. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, and you can tell that, like, his favorite movie is probably Godfather. Right. Sure. You know what I mean? Right. He's got it on DVD. He watches part one. He watches part two. He skips part three. Yeah. 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 But he tells people all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he, is, he is basically uh, that fucking episode of Bob's Burgers where the shit back across the street finds out that a mob hit went down <laughs> in, like, Prohibition era in his restaurant. And he's just, bada-bing, Bob! Bada-bing! Rat-a-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta! <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Pesto. Oh, man. Good old Bob's Burgers. Yeah, yep, good show. Good great. show. Patrick, best kill. I'm going to go for uh, one of the goons in the final fight. Uh, John Wick hits him with his car, and as the goon is rolling over the roof of the car, John Wick shoots several times through the roof, <laughs> just 
just perforating this dude with bullets. It's pretty good. So he's just spinning over this car and there's just blood spewing out of him. I was going to take that one, but you had called it as we were watching oh, the movie. <laughs> it's the obvious. I, I <laughs> impulsively shouted best kill. <laughs> it's the best kill I've seen in months. In months, you say? Months. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Mark, best kill. Uh, I'm going to go with the... Uh, home invasion on John Wick's house once he has become John Wick once he's suited up yeah. uh, and it's the guy who gets his neck broken I am broken. John Wick yeah. bringer of death yes yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy who gets his neck broken off the kitchen island because oh. uh, it's just so brutal John Wick ends up part, like on his ass like sitting against this wall shoots a couple guys grabs this guy's head and just snaps it over the edge. Oh, it's like the yeah. inverse of the curb stomp in American history. Right, <laughs> right. Well, I, the, my like favorite recurring move, and I couldn't pin it down to a single kill, but I love whenever he grabs a goon, flips the goon over, and shoots him in the head upon impact. Yeah. Yes. That happens like two or three times in this movie to just some mooks. Yeah, and it's great. great every time. time. Every There's time. also multiple times where he is not armed, and he grabs a mook that is armed, spins him around, uses that guy's own gun to kill one of his friends, and then uses it to kill the guy himself. Oh my god! Honorable mention that I completely forgot, but there is one in the uh, the nightclub sequence where he's on. He's in basement level, and he's he's like shot this guy up to uh, a uh, column and has run out of bullets. But the guy is so wounded that he has time to empty his clip, put in a new one, cock it, and shoot him in the head yeah. and continue. Yes. Yeah. Well, the guy's just standing against the column, bleeding out. It is beautiful comedic time. Yeah. It's so it's great. Uh, that's another thing about this movie is that it is... Great comedic time. It is blackly funny. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Very darkly funny. Uh, so moving on to our next bullet point, War Crimes. <laughs> War crimes. Patrick, tell me about some war crimes in John Wick. <laughs> you know, not to like uh, impugn our main character, but I feel like having a treasure trove of pistols and knives and gold coins in a concrete uh, like cave in your basement is probably a war crime. Sure, sure. Considering probably, I mean, I would assume that all of the weaponry in this movie is like no serial Filed numbers. Filed down, yeah. no yeah. numbers, none of it. Yeah. And God knows who makes those gold coins. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> uh, John, war crimes. Well, speaking of gold coins, distributing your own currency. Yeah, oh, yes, right? Yes. Wildly illegal. <laughs> yeah. That is a good point. A currency that can be used for so many different things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is like real-life Bitcoin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's right. But, like, not douchey? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's because John uh, Wick got his by killing people and not by buying all of our NVIDIA graphic car- graphics cards. <laughs> which is way less douchey. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I would way rather you kill people to get money than drive up the costs of graphics cards. Yes, you cannot get a 1080 for less than $300 right now. Which is obscene. It's obscene. Absurd. You people are fucking monsters and you should be ashamed. Every one of you. Get jobs. <laughs> also, we're about to bring back sports betting if you just waited. <laughs> <laughs> Although what really grinds me up about that a cryptocurrency is there's a new trend of like rich tech douchebags buying apartments just to set up their rigs. Yeah. And it's like they're, they're 
fuck off. Yeah. There are more empty houses than there are homeless people in America, and you are doing this shit? Yeah. Oh, you are so clearly the problem. <laughs> the thing that kills me about cryptocurrency are the joke cryptocurrencies that people do for funsies. That become real. That yeah. become real. And like Dogecoin, Wu-Tang-Coin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fucking Atari is making a cryptocurrency. Nice. Is and it going to be Pong Coins? Because that'd be amazing. I want Pong Coins. Give me some Pong Coins. <laughs> yeah, if you mine enough, you can play a free game of Galaga. Woo! <laughs> I love Galaga. Uh, all right. Well, Mark, War Crimes. Uh, I'm going to go with the Continental itself. Sure. <laughs> the existence of a hotel that caters only to hitmen and seems to, and especially if you've seen John Wick, there are multiple branches of the Continental and the Hitman world that kind of branches out worldwide. It's not just this one. Yeah. But the idea that this whole worldwide cabal of Hitmans exists, sure. uh, probably definitely a war crime. Yeah. We don't know what John Wick's impossible task was. We just know that it was an impossible task that John Wick was the only person capable of doing. Yeah. And it was so powerful enough, he was able to walk away from this world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that this whole thing exists, and there's a hotel that shelters them, feeds them, gives them drinks, has snazzy jazz performances. Has a doctor for them. Has yeah. an on-house doctor, laundry, turn-down service, and just gives out cars left and right. <laughs> yeah, yeah as, as a war crime. Yeah. <laughs> or a war perk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, depending on what side of you, I guess, yes, that's yeah. true. My favorite war perk is probably Lightfoot, so you don't set off landmines when you're exploring the tunnels. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, yeah. mine is uh, definitely dual wielding. I mean, uh, you can... Yeah, I want to get the two Desert Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's a fine one. It's just, if you got the VAT system, you don't really need to dual wield much. But You're I not got... doing a lot of hip fire and fallout. Oh, uh, see, I'm going like D and D, like yeah. works. Yeah, okay, gotcha. All right, we're on two different yeah, RPG are. levels. Yeah, sorry, buddy. I'm on level two. Yeah, I'm on level like nine. Oh Ooh, no, that's a tough break. But that's okay because now I get an extra attack every round, so it's pretty great. Man, God damn it, bad. guys! I want. I, I, let's play some Shadowrun. <laughs> I was rereading up just the lore of Shadowrun, where there's a dragon who's the president. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Chicago is owned and operated by the bugs. Mm -hmm. And there are fucking pirates that took over the L. <laughs> yeah. God damn, it's so good. It's real crazy. It's so good. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do that for that bullet point. So let's move on to our final bullet point. Is this an action movie? <laughs> Is this an action movie? John, is this an action movie? I am going to go home tonight and I am going to burn all of my other action movies <laughs> because this is all I ever need. Yep. Like, it's so incredibly good. It is way better than it ever had to have been. Yeah. And just, yeah, yeah just it's, it's incredibly an action movie. It is... An er action movie. Right. It is the action yeah. movie from which all action movies from now will be birthed from. And sure enough, it did already spawn Atomic Blonde, another movie uh, that was actually created by one of the 
John Wick co-creators. Nice. That's like a direct descendant of it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, moving on, Patrick, is this an action movie? Absolutely. Not only is it a great action movie in its own, it also corrects a lot of mistakes from old action movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, we, we, we've always had talked about it before that he, he's, it's a movie about a man who seeks vengeance on his dog. Is kind of funny, but really, as I said before, they displace all of the violence that an 80s movie would do to the woman, his love interest, sure. onto yeah. the dog. And it's like, oh, thanks. Thanks for not being rapey movie. Yeah, But still true. giving me a really heartfelt, really a, a visceral connection and need for the catharsis of all this bloody vengeance. Absolutely. Uh, Mark, is this an action movie? Uh, I'm going to say no. Uh, no, it's absolutely... <laughs> because you're a cornholer? No, no, no. It is absolutely... First of all, there's nothing wrong with being a cornholer, Patrick. Uh, unless it's you're a talking... terrible game. Okay. I was going to say, if you're discussing the game... I was not you... talking about butt-fucking. That's oh, okay. perfectly fine. Okay, good. I'm talking about throwing bags into a wooden hole. Oh, yeah. That's stupid. People who do that should be ostracized from society. Yeah. It's almost like cornholer should be an insult. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, of course it's an action movie. Yeah. It's absolutely 100% an action movie. Uh, it's probably one of the best action movies of the last 10 years, 20 years. Yeah. Uh, I would stack it up with you know anything Schwarzenegger or Stallone or any of like, the classic action movie guys have done. It's fantastic. Uh, obviously, it's very popular. It has spawned you know a sequel, John Wick 2. A, a third sequel is about to come. A second sequel is about to come out, John Wick 3. Uh, Halle Berry is in it. Jason Manzoukas. It's got a really great cast. And then, of course, the TV show, The Continental, which will be, I think, on Stars, and it will just be <laughs> focused like an anthology series on things that happen at The Continental. Nice. And Lance Reddick is going to be in it, which is super exciting. Fantastic. Guys, I have been begging for a Faulty Towers reboot for decades. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. Finally yes. getting it. <laughs> Hopefully John Larroquette shows up, too. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Here's the thing. It was fine. His, the John Larroquette Faulty Towers? Oh, Pain? Was fine. Yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, John Cleese enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I liked it too. I watched it when it was on. It was perfectly fine. But it was still too British for American taste. Right. This yeah. was before The Office really broke the barriers yeah. of like, just turn a five-year-old British sitcom into an American one. Right, That'd right, right. It wasn't until the Brits stole Friends to make Coupling oh, and that we yeah. were, that they were able to like kind of change what they do over there and that we were able to like appreciate what they do over there a little yeah. bit more. We still can't remake a British sitcom for a fuck. We've tried to do IT Crowd like three times now and we keep <laughs> failing. Yeah. We even did one with the guy who's in the IT Crowd. Yeah, and Joel McHale. Yeah, yeah. It's a shot for shot, word for word remake of the IT Crowd pilot yep. and it is a piece of <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, The Spaced Pilot by McGee. It's real bad. Yeah. Uh, also, this isn't really a uh, British pilot, but I don't know if you've ever seen the Clerks pilot for Clerks. Yes, it is, and it is in its entirety on YouTube. Yes. Jay and Silent Bob do not make an appearance. Nope. <laughs> and Randall is played by Jim Brewer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is insufferable. Jim Brewer's yep. insufferable always. Yeah, and here's the thing: the only movie where he's been barely tolerable was Half Baked. Correct. But like to get an ex if you don't want to track to spend the precious seconds tracking it down on YouTube, watch the first scene of Clerks. Not anything else, just the very first scene. That is okay. You can kind of see where it might be funny, but after every joke. 
pause and play a laugh track for five seconds mm-hmm. and then resume. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Boy, nothing drains the life out of that dialogue faster than a laughter track. Because mm-hmm. oh, then you just resent it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for final reviews of John Wick. John Wick. Patrick. Let's do John Wick 2 next week. Mark, I gotta find a copy of it, and I'm yes, not going back no, to Canada. You have to. Canada. <laughs> to Canada. We're not that far away. It's good, but I mean, place is expensive. No, we're in the second city. Let's just row out of Lake yeah, Michigan. Yeah, I'm about to say, get a canoe and paddle on up there. We'll see what it costs on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Mounties. I have come to seek refuge in your beautiful land of John Wick DVDs. Right. Ooh, okay, no problem. Uh, John Wick 2 doesn't come out for another couple months, though, eh? You rat bastards. Sons of bitches. <laughs> I'm glad we're taxing our aluminum exports. Oh, no, you know, I mean, we're not too happy about that. But, hey, you have a nice day. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you Thanks, bastards Peter. burned down our White House in the War of 1812. Yeah, you know, we're super sorry about that, eh? Could I get some Timbits before I go back home? Oh, fuck yeah. Timbits. Oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> oh, got... can I get a double-double? Ooh. Yes, absolutely. And some of the Savory potato wedges. I loved those. What? They uh, put an O in it when they yeah. said those are to you. They added yeah, an extra you. U. Oh, yeah. Savory. Savory. Because they spell it like the queen does. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, the queen is a fan of you. No, not me. <laughs> this guy's a monarchist. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for this episode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Brown. I am still John Rooney. And we'll see you next time. Fare thee well. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Speed Bromley, John Point Break Rooney, and Mark the Replacements Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, wherever you can find fine podcasts. And please leave us a rating or review. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.